As we read the gospel records, we read eyewitness accounts of the life and ministry of the Lord Jesus. In a sense, the gospels are just the beginning of Christ's work. The adventure continues in the book of Acts. In this study with Scott Pauley, we consider the continuing work of Christ through the Holy Spirit, who works through the apostles and the New Testament church. Now, let's get in on the adventure. Many years ago, I was having lunch with an elderly couple that had been faithful servants of the Lord for many years. They had been a part of a certain ministry that had seen a, a definite move of the Lord, a real season of revival many decades ago. And I was quizzing them, asking them questions, and learning all I could learn. And finally, the, the lady, the wife, spoke up, and she said to me, Scott, would you like to know why we have not seen this kind of revival in our day, in this generation? And I said, yes. I was very interested to hear what she would say. Her answer surprised me. Her eyes filled with tears, and she said to me, we have lost the fear of God. She said, we saw God work mightily when people feared the Lord. But she said, people don't fear God like that now. Whatever happened to the fear of God anyhow? <laughs> I mean, it's woven all through Scripture to fear the Lord. That's the one fear that is a holy fear, a right fear. It's the fear that cast out all the other fears. But whatever happened to the fear of God? I'm convinced if, if people really feared the Lord, they wouldn't live like you know, many of them are living. And if churches feared God, they wouldn't do many of the things they do in church. Uh, when you don't fear God, it means you don't have the right view of who God is. There must be a return to the fear of the Lord. And so we return again to Acts chapter number 5. In our last study, we were introduced to Ananias and Sapphira. Uh, what a great tragedy. Uh, but we found this emphasis in verse 5 and again in verse 11 that through their death, great fear came upon all the church. Now, you would think fear uh, would bring everything to a screeching halt. Instead, it accelerates it. You want to see the advancement of the gospel? We must get back to fearing God. You want to see the adventure continue? We must get back to fearing God. It's one of the first principles of Scripture. It's one of the foundational truths that God's people must apply. Look at the world today. What marks this culture? Romans chapter 1. There is no fear of God before their eyes. But here's the problem. The problem is not just that the culture doesn't fear God. The problem is that very often the church doesn't even fear God. How do we expect lost people to fear the Lord if we do not fear the Lord? And so we pick up, verse 11 says, Great fear came upon all the church and upon as many as heard these things. And then we pick up in verse 12, And by the hands of the apostles were many signs and wonders wrought among the people. And they were all with one accord in Solomon's porch. And of the rest durst no man join himself to them, but the people magnified them. And believers were the more added to the Lord, multitudes both of men and women, insomuch that they brought forth the sick into the streets and laid them on beds and couches that at the least the shadow of Peter passing by might overshadow some of them. There came also a multitude out of the cities round about unto Jerusalem, bringing sick folks and them which were vexed with unclean spirits. And they were healed. Everyone. I don't know about you, that sounds like revival. That sounds like spiritual awakening. And it all began with great fear. You know, Proverbs says, you smite the scorner and the simple will beware. I think that's what happened in the opening verses of Acts chapter 5. God brought great judgment, chastening on Ananias and Sapphira, and it was instructive. 
It was, it was dealt with so severely that it was an object lesson. I fear that all too often uh, we have ignored God's judgments and we have failed to deal with sin in a severe enough way uh, that others would truly fear the Lord. You see, everybody wants the great power and great joy of the previous chapters, but they don't want the great fear of this chapter. But I want you to know it is through the great fear of our great God that the work of God can move forward. Look at all the things that grew out of this great fear. The Bible says uh, that there were miraculous things done. Uh, The apostles were used of the Lord uh, to perform many miracles. I believe you'll continue to see God's miraculous work when we fear God. The Bible says they were all with one accord. I believe the fear of God unites us. When we fear God, we don't fear men. When we fear God, we don't fight among ourselves. When we fear God, people are small and God is great. It brings a great unity of purpose and oneness of spirit. Uh, The fear of God also protected the church. The Bible says there were some people that didn't want to join. (laughs) Remember I said to you in a previous study you should join a local assembly? Well, they had a lot of people joining them at this time. But the Bible says in verse 13, Of the rest durst no man join himself to them, but the people magnified them. Do you see the, the two different extremes? You've got some people that want to join and others that say, We're not sure about belonging to that church. Uh, honestly, would you want to join a church where people are falling dead and being carried out the back door? And yet this was a sobering thing. There was joy and soberness at the same time. It's amazing how what attracts some repels others. Uh, Let a people get full of the fear of God and people who want to light Christianity, who want some, some entertainment on Sunday, they won't join that church. But you let a people uh, get full of the fear of God and let God be big among them. And those who want the right thing, who desire to truly know the God of heaven, they'll be drawn to that. Because the next verse says, And believers were the more added to the Lord multitudes, both of men and women. And so when the fear of God comes among his people, you're going to see many more people saved. And verse 15 and verse 16, multitudes uh, come on their own, and others who can't get there are just carried. They're brought because everybody's attitude was, we got to get, we got to get to where these people are. We've got to get to their God. It wasn't that they wanted to be with Peter or with the people. They wanted to be with Peter's God. They wanted to be with the people's God. Wouldn't it be marvelous if the Lord did such a work of grace in our hearts as Christians and in our local churches that the people in our communities were attracted to the Christ in us and they desired to know our God? I want to tell you that in a world filled with fear right now, God's people ought to be living and walking in the fear of God and that people around us ought to see a seriousness about our Christianity and our consecration. Uh, this is not the time for some, some flippant kind of faith. This is the kind time for us to get down to business, for a kind of faith that is, is serious and sober before the Lord. Oh, if we had this fear again, I am convinced we would see the mighty work of God. I'm convicted that if we had the great fear of God again, uh, that perhaps it would open the eyes of people to the truth and it would open us to everything God has for us. And so I'm going back in my mind again to that conversation with that sweet elderly couple. And I'm praying from my heart today, oh God, help me walk in your fear. Help me to, help me to fear the Lord because that's the beginning of wisdom and the beginning of knowledge and the beginning of every good thing. And I'm praying for you today, dear listener, that you will fear God, that you will fear sin, 
uh, that you will fear grieving the Holy Spirit and lying to him. You will fear letting anything into your fellowship uh, that would hold back heaven's best and God's blessing. This is the right kind of fear. It's a holy fear. It's a healthy fear. It is the fear of God. And I pray today that that fear of God would usher in a season of God's miraculous work, of oneness among the people, of protection from those who are not sincere Christians, and then of a great attraction to Christ and many multitudes being brought to the Lord Jesus. Father, touch the heart of every sincere Christian listening to me right now. Awaken the heart of every person that is not a true believer to desire to know you. And work in every church, local assembly, represented by those who are listening today. Awaken within us all, thy people, the great fear of God. Set in motion thy work in our generation in mighty power. And may the adventure continue. In Jesus' name, amen. The same is true today as it was then. The Lord is at work in this world through His Holy Spirit, drawing people to Himself. What a privilege as God's children to be a part of what God is doing in this world today. If you'll visit enjoyingthejourney.org, you will find many resources that will equip you as you walk with the Lord. You will find previous podcast series and episodes, full-length Bible messages, and a topical search engine that will aid you in studying Bible subjects. If this podcast is a blessing to you, we hope you will share it with a friend. Be sure to join us on the next episode of this continuing adventure through the book of Acts. <music>